Hello, and welcome to Furlough, Defining Moments Worth Talking About. I'm your host, Leonard Cochran, and with me is Steve Otterstrom. And Steve, we are nearing our summer season here in the Memphis area, but uh, we're still having some reasonably cool weather and enjoying it. School is out, and we're, we're full-on ready for summer, I guess, here. So how, how are things where you are? You know, I, we might be in the same place because uh, it has been uncharacteristically cool. Yesterday, I actually wore, you know, a sweatshirt. So <laughs> that's really kind of strange for this time. I know other places out west, they are having heat waves and they're worried yes. in California about fires and things. But um, it, crazy, it's it's been it's been uncharacteristically cool. And also school is out my daughter has graduated um we oh, congratulations we, we we were trying to convince her to to go to graduation she's like i haven't been to school for a year and a half i feel like i i uh was done graduating you know quite a while ago so uh we'll do some sort of party for her but she really just wasn't feeling it as far as wanting to walk across the stage or anything sure um and yeah, uh, I'm really happy to have have uh, uh, Calvin back with us yes. because I I got a bone to pick with him. Uh oh. <laughs> so so Calvin, um, yeah, <laughs> you gave this great advice about Fortnite. And <laughs> enjoy the skin uh, you're in, I believe, uh, is what you might yeah, be yeah, yeah. He said, Oh, yeah. Play oh, yeah. in the skin you got. I, I passed that on to my 15-year-old, and I'll tell you, <laughs> it wasn't as well-received as I received it. So, I don't know. Maybe we got to – you're going to need some help on my messaging a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, hey man, if, if you're if you're if you're in that teen age, they're not gonna listen to you. <laughs> well, well, Steve, for our audience' sake, I better kind of give a little explanation here. So, Calvin Stovall is with us today, and Calvin was with us on episode forty-eight. Uh, so, just to we're on this is actually fifty-one. We're recording now, so it's not far to from this one to look for. Uh, April twenty-six was the date it released, and so. We had such a great time with Galvin, and I know we just kind of scratched the surface, and Steve, I'll let you talk about that in just a moment, but we just kind of scratched the surface, so we wanted to bring Calvin back and talk about the iconic mindset and having an iconic mindset. So, Steve, why don't you kind of give a little bit of a, a sneak peek at what they'll find if they go back and listen to episode 48. Sure, sure. If I remember correctly, and Calvin, you can you can you can correct me. Um, might have to actually, but uh, we were we were talking about building an iconic brand, and you said to build right. that you need to have an iconic mindset. And I said, wait, mm -hmm. I want one of those. How do you get one of those? <laughs> and uh, and uh, you said, well, it all comes to the framework. And basically, there were four four areas or four quadrants to this framework. And, and uh, if I remember correctly, the first was to find those blue diamonds, those things mm -hmm. that are, that are, are unique to you. They're, they're rare. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, mm -hmm. and they, they really are kind of the core of, of who you are. Uh, it's your yes. purpose. It's your why. Yes. And, um, and then once you get that, uh, you need to be authentic to it. It needs it, it needs to be, um, and that's where we got to the Fortnite thing, which I think is genius. You know, playing the skin you're in. You don't mm -hmm. need a new skin. You don't need to change and conform necessarily to someone else's perspective on it, and to be passionate about it. That was the third 
quadrant, if I remember correctly, was to be passionate. Yes. And mm-hmm. then um, finally is is uh, to be consistent, to focus on the things that matter the most, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, we, we've talked about how you're going to need to change for sure, mm-hmm. but you don't change your core. You don't go, you don't, you don't get a new blue diamond or replace it for a ruby or a sapphire or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, know, I like that. I like that. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you, no. You're going to have to change the way you do something, but it doesn't mean you're going to change at your core. So anyways, that's, that's about as far as we got. And, and, um, and of course, you can fill in any, any important blanks that we, we missed there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm hoping today that maybe I will learn how to get that mindset. Uh, and mm-hmm. maybe we even get to a brand. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Well, 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 well. I, first of all, I want to say thank you to 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 you, um, as well as Leonard for inviting me back. I, I did. I had a blast the last time I was with you guys, and um, you did a great job describing the framework. I did wanted to. I want to add one thing on that. Be consistent. One was, um, you did you did mention the part of it to focus on things that matter most, um, but it was one more thing that I think is even is equally important, and that is to. Um, constantly evolve and never become too comfortable or complacent. Um, and that's, that's sometimes that's where a lot of people get stuck. Um, the, because success can sometimes can be the barrier to innovation um, because mm-hmm. sometimes we can just, you know, say, Hey, we feel like we've arrived. And, and the next thing, you know, some competitor comes up behind you that you didn't expect. And the next thing, you know, you're, you're, you're not in the same place that you were before. Um, so that that I think that quadrant is just critical. All four of them are important, but that's just something I wanted to point out because you just can't forget. Um, you, you got to constantly continue to grow and look for ways to 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 beat out beat out the competition. And that's whether you're a brand or or an individual. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same situation. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So Calvin. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Before we just go plowing right in, I don't know. Let's is there anything in. exciting been going on in your world you want to share with us real quick? <laughs> that well, we, you know, we definitely <laughs> want to hear about the iconic mindset, though. Hey, well, let me tell you something. Hey, look, my, one of my, my youngest boy, he, he actually um, is getting ready to go to middle school, which is which is cool. Mm-hmm. And and my other, my older boy, is um, he's getting ready to be 14 years old, and, and now he's starting to get that. I'm, ve- I'm a very cool persona like thing. And, 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 and dad, you don't know anything anymore. I got this kind of situation. So, so, um, but it, it's been cool. But, but one very cool thing, and this is for you, Steve, my oldest son doesn't play Fortnite as much. Oh, <laughs> that's going to save you some money. Or if that they moved into something it. else. <laughs> It'll be something else coming, I'm sure. Now now, now he's all into clothes and, and all of this other stuff. So it's always going to be some kind of expense to me. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I don't know. I mean, buying a new a new skin on Fortnite was expensive. But when you got to buy the pants and the shoes and the shirt and, the, Absolutely. you know, yeah. And yeah, then they yeah. and then they I really do have to swap them out because my kids are growing like crazy. Yeah, they do. They grow so fast, man. And, you know, you're buying a pair of new pair of gym shoes like every six months because yeah. their feet is, you know, they just they just get bigger and bigger and they eat everything. And so <laughs> Except their vegetables. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, oh, but you know what? My boys like salad. Isn't that something? Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
That's yeah, good. They, they, they actually love salad. You know, they'll pour a bunch of, of dressing on it, but hey, yeah. Yeah. At, least, at, least, at least they're eating it, right? There, there's something green beneath that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're going through about six gallons of milk a week. <laughs> I, I'm ready just to buy the cow. There you go. I, I hear you. I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, or a herd of cows. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's kind of, if if you want, Calvin, kind of, uh, since we're going to be talking about iconic mindset. Uh, yes. We, we've got those quadrants. We've heard that from episode 48 or Steve's right. brief there. Right. So right. what, what's kind of, we've got the quadrants. Now, what's what's the shift to get that as a mindset? Kind of help, help describe what it means to have an iconic mindset first, if you okay. would. Well, and yeah. just well, begin to unpack from there. Would, would love to. Um, well, well, I think, you know, I know we've been beat to death around the whole 2020 situation. Um, and we know it was challenging. But, but also, as I said before, my last time we talked, it was also it was a rewarding time for, for all of us, for some of us as well. Um, it just really depended on your overall perspective and, and, you know, how you view the things surrounding you, you know. And so sometimes people focus on the things that they can't control versus focusing on the things they can. Right. And what ends up happening is people become very frustrated because they're trying to manipulate things they have no control over anyway. And so if you're a control freak, that was a very frustrating time for you um, because things were happening that you just, you couldn't control it. And so basically it's really uh, how you think and how you approach things and how you approach the challenges. Either either you're going to approach these challenges with fear or trepidation, or you're going to look at these as as opportunities. It's just really all about how, how, how you think and how you approach things. So this mindset Actually, I call them the four C's of an iconic mindset, and, I, and I'll, I'll give them to you briefly, and then we can we can unpack them a little bit. Okay, great. The Thanks. first the first C is is celebrate innovation, and and that is all about um, doing things differently. You know, stepping out of your comfort zone um, and, and and doing things you wouldn't normally do, um, and all of these things. You know, these four C's that we're going to talk about. These are just to help you better prepare. I guess you would say being comfortable with the uncomfortable and dealing with uncertainty. Mm. Um, the, the, the next one is to commit to curiosity. And that is all about, uh, you know, trying something new, having a beginner's, um, I guess, viewpoint. Um, it's almost like that fourth quadrant in the iconic uh, framework, but it's really about never becoming comfortable or complacent, you know, staying curious and teachable, um, you know, the importance of taking risk. Um, we, we just, you know, we, we, our minds are, are set for, uh, we like comfort. We, yes. you know, we, we <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, we like routine. Our minds are created to like routine. Um, so, so, but that can, that can be dangerous for you. Um, mm-hmm. the other one, the other one is to cultivate connections. And, and what I mean by that, and I think that's even more important today um, it's all about inviting others into your into your circle who don't think act like you, um, and, and because we all have our bubbles, right? We love yeah. our bubbles, we love our people, the people that think like us, act like us. Kids go to the same schools, X, Y, Z, all of those things. Um, there's a level of comfort in that, but that doesn't stretch us as human beings. Um, you want people that have different perspectives, and and you need to be open to that as well, particularly in this new 
uh, is where we're now. We're talking about having a more inclusive workplace, um, making sure that people, other people's voices are heard, um, having diverse voices, um, which gets you to the best place. So all of that is just critical. And that's all around the connections that you have. And then the last one, which is also very, very important, is choose optimism. And, and I like to say optimism, and, and let, me, let me put that in, in context. I, I like to use the term pragmatic optimism because you, particularly if you're leading a team or whatever, I think it's critical for you to, you know, uh, be positive, always look towards a positive future and all of those things because I believe, you know, people mirror and they emulate what they see in their leadership but you don't want to be the type of leader that has their head in the sand either, right? You want to make sure that you are being realistic, sharing what's really going down um, in, in your organization, but you you don't you don't want to be like a woe is me type leader, yeah. you know. But so you know what I mean. So so so. Go, yeah. You know, go ahead. yeah, we, I, we, I, we I, can, we can, I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So we can see the truth, but still be optimistic, even if the truth Absolutely. is not really as good as we want it to be, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Gotcha. You know, and, and people don't want to follow a leader that just, that has their head in the sand, you know, yeah. and just is not being real. Um, so you want to be as transparent as possible, but at the same time, just like you said, you want people to look towards a positive future at the same time. So I love the term pragmatic optimism um, because it keeps you grounded, although you're still very positive and, and then looking towards a positive future. I'm writing that down because uh, <laughs> that, that's what I'm going to be searching for is some, some pragmatic optimism. Well, I'm wondering if, if we could uh, go back to that first one, you know, where we talk about, celebrating innovation and and i'm curious if you can unpack that a little bit what does that mean does it mean do i buy a cupcake when i think of something new and, and, and reward myself uh, hey, hey. is that out of your, well it is if it's out of your comfort zone if you typically don't eat cupcakes it might be but but, but well but, i'm always no, just looking no. for an excuse to have a cupcake i think <laughs> hey, me, 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 me too me too dude i'm with you on that one but, but here, here here's what it's all about it is really about um being open to new approaches and new ideas. Again, our minds like things that have worked. And sometimes when things have worked and we've been successful at something for a long time, it can block innovation. And I, and I, I, I use this a lot, particularly when you have um, um, people in industries that have been there or have been in a particular role for a long time. Okay. And then you might have a, a Gen Z or a millennial come into that same organization and tell a boomer, hey, look, there's a different approach you might want to think about. Hey, do this. This will save you time. It's more efficient, blah, blah, blah. But if you are the type that doesn't don't want to embrace a different, a different approach, you're going to shoot that down quite quickly and say, hey, look, I've been doing this, you know, for a long time. I know what I'm doing. You know, ex, you know, and, and that's not celebrating innovation. I don't care how long you've been doing something. Everybody can use a checkup from the neck up every now and then. And you just have to be open enough to say, okay, well, let me truly listen and hear this other person's perspective. I just believe that sometimes we, we cut ourselves short when we, we aren't open to that. 
And and I, I have this term that I, I always say, you know, it, it, it's I don't it, it's not mine. I, I just remember it being shared. It's called love it for fifteen minutes. Hmm. And what that means is, if you're around a table and you're just brainstorming, love it. It doesn't matter what the idea is. Love it for fifteen minutes. Give it time to sink in. Don't just shoot it down. You know, and sometimes we can be like that. Somebody will come up with an idea and we're like, oh, that doesn't work. Oh, that won't work. We've done that before. Yeah, you might have done it before, but the timing could have been off. The approach could have been wrong. You didn't, you know, have the right people involved. There could have been a lot of reasons why it didn't work. But don't just shoot it down. Celebrate it. Because if if people in your organization are constantly being shot down, Mm. guess what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to stay down. Yeah. They're going to stay down. Exactly. They are. They're not going to, they're going to stop sharing. Mm. And your, and, and your organization is just not going to be innovative. You want to create a workplace and an environment where innovation is celebrated. And so it, it I think as a, as a leader or as an individual, as a person, you have to be open to other approaches. And, and that's what the whole thing is. That's what the whole celebrate innovation is about. You know, when I, when I talk about these these four C's, I want to I want to quickly touch on something because there there are barriers since we're talking about this because what that barrier right there is all about our lens. Mm-hmm. When when you can't when you can't um, you know listen to a new idea or whatever, it's the lens that you have on things. We all have biases. We all have a certain lens. You know, our backgrounds and what we've done. Um, in our in our lifetimes and the experiences that we had, it, it, we've had it creates a lens and how you how you see things. And if you see things in a particular way, it's it's, it's hard. If you have a myopic view of things, mm, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's hard and difficult. So 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 the, this iconic mindset, these four C's, they're the, the lens that you have is a barrier. The other barrier is the curse of knowledge, mm. and that and that is. Again, as I mentioned before, when you've been doing something so long, you think you know everything, and you don't. Mm. Things evolve too quickly. Things change. We're in just you just things change so quickly. It's impossible for you to know everything. What worked yesterday may not work next week, next month. You know, so so that curse of knowledge can be can be hurtful. You know, and and sometimes our egos get in the way, and you you can't let that happen. And then the other barrier is the fear of failure. Sometimes we won't try something new because we're gonna we have fear that it's not gonna work. And and so if if you have that fear, you, you just never do anything different. And that is is gonna be detrimental to you as an individual as well as your organization. You have to be, you have to give space for people to make mistakes if you want to be innovative and get places, other places that, that, that your competitors or people can't, you know, get to. Well, it sounds like that that curse of knowledge, which, which I love that that imagery with it. You know that sometimes I I feel so smart, and it really ends up being ignorance. You know, coming out of it, and uh, that fear of failure. It sounds like in many ways, like that the way we celebrate innovation and the way we get past that curse of knowledge is is to just really embrace that curiosity, which I know is that next step. Yes. Am I, am I reading that right? No, you are. You are. You, that, that whole, I mean, that's what I say. All of them are kind of interconnected. Mm-hmm. But, but again, 
the biggest thing is is is, is the mindset. It, it is it's it, you have to shift that first, it, and because without the mindset, it all of the other things just it just doesn't work. I want to sh- let me share let me let, let me talk about let me share something with the. I just want to share an experiment with you to just to show you the power of 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 mindset itself. You know, in 2007, and I think I think you, I'm sure you'll appreciate this, Linda, because it's kind of a it's a housekeeping experiment. Okay. You know, you're in the hospitality, so you I'm sure you'll appreciate this. There were two psychologists. Um, uh, I believe their name was Ellen Langer and uh, Aaliyah Crum, and and they actually did an experiment on on some housekeepers. They quizzed 84 housekeepers at seven. Um, matched carefully matched hotels about how much exercise they got one third of them said um, they didn't get any exercise at all two-thirds of them said they did not work work out regularly so they took several measures of the women you know basic fit levels right then just over half the women were told and like a lie basically they told them that cleaning 15 rooms daily Pushing vacuum cleaners, scrubbing tubs, you know, pulling sheets, etc. It actually constituted for more than enough activity to meet the Surgeon General's, you know, recommendation of a half hour physical daily activity. They broke down how many calories were burned with each activity and they placed them, you know, they placed these notes in break rooms um, where where the women worked, you know, just to serve as reminders while that while while the other control group you know they they weren't they were left in the dark they didn't know any of this was happening okay so they go back Leonard and Steve and one month later and they checked back with the housekeepers and found some remarkable results the average study group the housekeepers lost two pounds their blood pressure dropped by 10 points mm. by all measures those women were significantly healthier wow okay yes now now Yet, yet, yet there were no reported changes in their behavior, only in what do you think? Yeah, the mindset. The mindset. Yeah. Their mindset. Yeah. Right? You know, with the with the vast majority of them not even considering themselves regular exercises. So I, I, I just wanted to share with you sometimes our minds, our mind, well, I'm not gonna say sometimes, all the time. Our minds are just powerful instruments. So you, 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 that is just, you know, sometimes, you know, when you run into people that have challenges um, um, with uncertainty and things of that nature, it, it's typically because their mindset and they're, they're, they're stuck. And, and so I like to talk about these things because once you realize that and start focusing on things that you can control versus the ones you can't, it can, it can, it can just open up a whole new world to you. Well, and it yeah. sounds like really what I'm hearing there is there are, there are many more things I can control than maybe what I would have realized. I mean, looking at that specific example, I mean, I <laughs> spent 18 years with, with one company, tw- two years with another in hospital, so 20 years total in hospitality. So I know mm-hmm. what, what happens when a housekeeper cleans a room and I've tried to keep up with them and I know it's exercise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no doubt about that, that, uh, that you're, you're getting way beyond the Surgeon General's <laughs> um, <laughs> recommendation uh, cleaning just a few of those rooms. But, right, um, right. but it's interesting because it, it, there are so many physical things and that's usually where I put my limitation in saying, this is what I can't change. I can't change this because it is, it is an actual tangible 
physical thing or it's like time where you only have so much time in the day. And it sounds like what I'm hearing is that the, some of those things, I could, I could maybe apply this commitment to curiosity and discover mm-hmm. that there are changes that could be made in those unchangeable spaces. Yes, yes, 100% agree. Yeah, I think I think you know as we talk about the mindset part of it, and you you'd already alluded to it, Calvin. We we like our patterns, you know. We get set in a pattern. Yes, yes, and we so do. It takes energy to change our mindset, as well as maybe just motivation. But uh, it's it's uncomfortable too, you know. Just just like you know, you you talk about the boys eating salad. Well, they'll as long as we cover it up with that dressing, we can eat it. But if we're eating just the vegetables themselves, then the mindset is we don't like it. And, yeah. and so you wow. gotta you gotta adjust, you know, and, and get comfortable with being uncomfortable, I guess. Uh, wow, that was that was a great analogy, man, with the salad and the dressing. That was great. That was brilliant. I love that. Well, there you go. You can uh, you can slip me a little. Uh, <laughs> <later>. <laughs> but that is a that, but but you know what? That is a that is a great analogy, and I'm sure they're connected with people. That was great. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. Well, I, it 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 just I, honestly, I just real quick want to share a little story, and then we'll we'll get back to the four C's here. But yeah, I, I had the opportunity to hear uh, Tyler Perry, you know, the whole Medea and all that uh, speak mm-hmm. speak one time, and he talked about being uncomfortable. And of course, when he started, he had nothing when he started out. And Mm -hmm. so he had to get comfortable just being on the stage and doing that one man show of all those characters that he did when it was just a play and not even a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and then he grew his business because he was successful. He grew his business and bought his first studio. And that was a risk that was uncomfortable. Well, then he did well and he bought a second studio and he shared about how every time he bought a studio, it was uncomfortable. But what happened is when he looked backwards, what used to be uncomfortable to him was no longer uncomfortable. And so if we yes. never advance, if we never lean into discomfort, then we'll never get more comfortable where we are. You know, we, we, we've got to press forward and then we can look back and think that was easy, right? I mean, we exactly. can all look at areas of our life. And so that was just a powerful story he shared. And it, it reminds me of what we're talking about here with this mindset. Mm-hmm. It is. It's all about taking risk. Yeah. You know, you, you can't expect. I think that Tyler Perry example was perfect. You can't expect to get a, a different result if you keep doing the same things over and over and over. Right. I, I hear that all the time. People say, man, I want a better life. I want to do this. I want to do that. But then you ask them, OK, what have you done? differently to to get there and they're usually like well you know and then they then you'll get a lot of excuses mm. but but if you, you have to you have to be willing to again step out of your comfort zone and to do that and, and you're right we do like routine man even 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 in our daily lives some how many how many times do you jump in a car and you drive to work and the next thing you know you're pulling in your in your in your parking space and you don't even you don't even Think about the route. Yeah. Like, how many red lights did I run? I hope I didn't <laughs> hit a dog or something on the way because you can't remember anything that happened. Yeah, you just all of a sudden you're there, just and you're like, wow, I don't even remember driving down. This. 
but, and just yeah. the fact you'll circle the parking lot to get that one spot. And I don't know about you, but my name is not on a parking spot. But by golly, that's where I want to park. <laughs> yeah, because if I park somewhere else, I'm not going to find it for an hour and a half. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, if, if somebody's in your spot, you're upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're upset. You know, and, and that is that is because we crave routine. It, we're okay. just built. We're humans like that, and 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 that. But again, that just doesn't stretch you. You know, take a different route to work. You know, some of the things I tell you know, there's a list when I when I do this as a as a as a, um, you know, this is a virtual workshop that I've created for people, and I have a list of things that that I ask people to do that are you know, it's a long list. You could just pick one thing that that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. Nothing, I'm not talking about jumping out of a plane or anything, but like just buying the the the, the coffee for the person behind you in the, in a in the line. Um, you know, you know, showing a person a stranger a, a picture of their pet. I mean, just things that would make you do something that you've just never done before. And those little small things can help. You know, reaching out to a person you haven't talked to in a long time. Those things will help you get your mind, I guess, conditioned to things that are typically uncomfortable for you. Right. And so when things do happen, you don't freak out. You know, when, when, when people's routines get disrupted, sometimes they freak out. And But if you if your mind is already conditioned to do things that are outside of your comfort zone, it doesn't make it so uh, traumatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's, that's the power of, and that's why I love your second C with commit to curiosity, is that that's the only... As, as I was thinking about this, you know, you said be comfortable with, with, with being uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm not sure how yeah. that works because those are, those are opposites and, and I'm supposed <laughs> to try and bring these together. But, you exactly. know, as I was thinking about that and as you were talking, I was like, well, okay, this makes perfect sense when you bring in curiosity. That, that's, right. that is that ingredient that when it's like, well, you know, I think about like, <laughs> like I've got this cat that's roaming around here and there's something that's scaring the cat, but not so much that, that she's not going to pace around. And, you know, she's, she's not just diving straight forward at it. She's being cautious. We're not saying right. throw cautious to caution to the wind, but she's maintaining that curiosity and she's getting closer and closer and closer to where, all right, now I can play with it. I can bat at it. And, you know, wait, now this yes. is fun. Now this right. is the thing I enjoy. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that curiosity, that commitment to curiosity, that's so huge. That's so huge. Just such a great nugget of how, how do we expand our, our comfort zone? And I guess it's just by being curious. Yes, yes, it is. And, and that's why I like to call it a, a, a child's, almost like a child's, mindset basically you know children are naturally curious and 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 as we get older we create these walls and barriers and and we get comfortable and we we like the routine and and we lose that childlike uh mindset um but 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 to to enjoy life man and have an exciting life and and joyous life with adventure and vigor and all of those things the only way you're going to have that is to is to is to be curious about things and do things you wouldn't typically do and get a little bit uncomfortable um, with some stuff. So I just think that is just so important to have that, that, that mindset. And, and I say, and that's a superpower everybody has. Everyone can be curious. 
And it's, so it's nothing special or magic or anything like that. You just have to say, hey, look, I, I want to do, I got to do something different. I, I get to shake things up a little bit. Um, and and that's, that's the magic around that. So I, I kind of want to ask a question, I think lead into that next one, the, the, the cultivate connections, because, you know, it, it's one thing. It, I think for most people, it is easier to say, well, I've never jumped out of a plane. I'm curious about it. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to jump. But when it comes to that cultivating connections with people outside of their local culture or outside of individuals that they have dealt with or the types of people they've dealt with on a daily basis that, you know, there's just no, you don't just jump out of a plane and now you've got friends that are different from who they've been no, before. That doesn't. Yeah. So how, no, do, that doesn't happen. how does that work? How do, how do people make that transition? Well, well, you know, it's just sometimes when you, I mean, in, in, in you know, events um, at work, uh, things of that nature, you know, we have like, we have cliques at work. We have people that we typically go to lunch with. And, and you know, this is, of course, pre-pandemic, but I'm, things are getting better. <laughs> yeah. Things are getting better. Things are getting better now. So, so, so what you do is, is that, 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 that young man or, or, or woman that you never invite to lunch, invite them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Invite them. You know, that person you walk by every single day, y'all say, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm fine, fine. And then you walk by, you've done that probably a, a gazillion times but never stopped and said, hey, you know what? Let's, 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 let's have some coffee. I'd like to get to know you a little bit better. You know, uh, th those things are, they're small, but they're huge. Um, for for opening up your your circle a little bit, um, you know, and and but you have to be open to hearing other people's experiences, and because because that's really what where the joy comes in. If everybody's background is the same, everybody's kids go to the same schools, everybody lives, you know, all of that stuff. If you if you need that, just look in the mirror. That's all you need is a mirror. Yeah, <laughs> I do you talk to myself, and I'm great company. But <laughs> but but you know, if you want to open up, you gotta you got you have to be open. And I'm not saying you know let everybody in, you know, because you know there's there's you got this of course some inherent danger of just letting anybody in. But but what I'm saying is, be 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 use that curiosity to learn right. about right. other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And hear their stories, it sounds like. Yes, yes, yeah. man. And it's, it's fascinating when you when you hear where other people come from and kind of how they got to where they are. And and sometimes you hear some, you you might think, you know, some, the, somebody's at this place. They might be a senior vice president, vice president, wherever they are in the organization. But you don't know their entire story. They may have been struggling to get there. Once you hear those kind of stories like that, it can be inspiring, man. And so I just think the, the whole connections thing is huge, particularly when you are um, 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 opening up yourself to, to hear other people's perspectives and backgrounds and things of that nature. And, and when you have, I think that's really great when you're doing any brainstorming sessions. You know, sometimes even when we do brainstorming sessions, we like to invite the same people to the table. Mm -hmm. You we know, just... Yeah, go ahead. Go we ahead. get the same storm over and over, I guess. <laughs> hey, yes, you do. You do. 
Invite somebody, invite some people that you've never invited. And I, I love to say this, particularly like in the, in the hotel industry, what it, pretty much in the industry. What do they do? Let's have a brainstorming session. We need to come up with a great idea. Okay, who usually gets invited to that? You're going to probably have the directors, the vice presidents, those people. No, why don't you bring some line level employees in there? Bring some people that are closer to the customer in there so you can get some, some diverse you know, input yeah. and, 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 and bring some, you know, some diversity into that, you know? And so I, I, I just think when you, when you don't do that, you're just not going to get to the best place. Get some diversity in there and, 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 and brainstorm that way. Yeah. I, I find that I think in many of those focus groups, what I've seen in, in the past is the people that are, the, are selected are the people most likely to, to be, excited about whatever that person's bringing you know if, if they know that somebody's going to be no I, I don't like that idea <laughs> they, they just don't want to invite them and uh, uh and i guess what i'm hearing is that's a huge mistake that is a mistake i believe it is now I, you know if you have a product of course you want to have a, your target market you want to have the segment that you're trying to target this product to but you better have some people that are going to give you some real advice okay some real down to earth Truth. And sometimes we don't want that piece. We don't want to hear what, oh, I don't like it. Yes, you, you want to hear that because that's that could be the one small thing that can that can you know really cost you from that product being phenomenal versus just average. So so I, I just think you you have to be open to hearing the other side of things, not just always things that you want people to agree with, you know. And and I think sometimes when we have our circles. We typically like those circles because we all agree with one another. Mm. Oh yeah, we're comfortable here. They're complimenting us. <laughs> yes, thank you. We love each other, and and that's cool too. I get that, but bring some people in there that might have just a different point of view. It just makes it that much more spicy. Well, and I think that kind of ties back when you said about love it for fifteen minutes too. Yes, because it. it I love feedback. Yeah, I mean, we'll just use feedback. Mm -hmm. I love feedback. Yes. And there's some people yes. that get so offended because, well, you don't have a degree to tell me this, or you don't have this experience to tell me that. But I tell you what, I, I, I've learned, I've got an eight-year-old grandson, and he provides feedback whether I want it or not. <laughs> right. But, but when he gives that feedback, I don't just blow it off immediately because of his age. I, mm -hmm. Kind of like you say, I maybe maybe sort of love it for fifteen minutes, mull it over, and realize, okay, is is there truth in this, or is he just totally misperceiving or misunderstanding something? And mm -hmm. then then I need to sift through to get to that true element if there's one in there, and if there's not, then be man enough to just throw it away and let it go. But if mm -hmm. there's truth in it, then then I have some responsibility there. And I think yes. that's that's a challenge we have when it comes to those connections is yes. we're going to encounter something different and it forces us to confront our own reality. Just like you said about that uh, lens earlier, you know, we yes. have to we have to try on some different glasses and see maybe yes. we can see a little more clearly with those. Yes, you know? yes, uh, yes. And, and it, it, it gets back to that discomfort and everything. I feel like mm -hmm. that's what's so powerful about your 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 concept of loving it for 15 minutes is that it's almost like those 15 minutes are your most defensive 15 minutes. So right. if you can if you can right. get those aside, you know, 
Right. <laughs> you can you could do something to stop them just for that that 15 minutes. Your chances of coming at it open-minded or because you know it's like anything else first time you hear something that there's it's the most common natural reaction is to be no that's not it right right exactly it is and and what does that do to the other person shuts them down but shuts me down too you know yes Uh, that there's no way i can open up because i've 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 shut that part of my brain that was curious, was going, wait, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shut mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And, and sometimes when we, when sometimes, you know, our, again, that lens and how we, you know, our mindsets, sometimes we, we feel like we already have the answer. You know, how you, have the, you ever have those people in those meetings that they, they, they bring a group together, but the person that brought the group already has what they want to happen in their head. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all, the, and all they're doing is bringing you together to say, well, I brought people together and this is the idea that we came out with. No, you already had that idea. And, and you, and typically that person, you'll know when they already have the answer in their head because every new idea that comes up, they'll shoot it down. Yeah. They'll shoot it down. They're protecting so, their baby. They're protecting, <laughs> they're, they're protecting their baby. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, gosh, I, I, I feel like every time we get together, I, we start getting towards the end of our time. And I'm thinking, we're not anywhere close to, to, to have covered everything. <laughs> you, you bring too much gold with you every time. <laughs> man. Hey, man. Hey, you you, you I, got I, the Midas I, touch here. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why Calvin does speaking gigs, and he, he actually gets paid from time to time to share his wisdom, Steve. And we're, we're just here having a good time and getting an hour snippet of it here. So, but but um, you know what's great, though? I, I think what, why why we typically end up talking for a long time. You guys do have a curiosity mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, you ask questions and you want to dig deeper. And that I think that's why the, 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 the dialogue that we have is, is just, I enjoy it a lot because you, you, you do, you do ask, you ask questions. You're just, you're naturally curious people. And I like that. Well, we, we, we like it too. And, and I, I'm going to say, um, whether Leonard likes it or not, you have a standing invitation to return anytime you like. It's just you, you just you just tell us you want to be on, and you will you you get a show. Okay, that's <laughs> thank you. That's that's the rules. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, Calvin, yeah, good stuff. Celebrate innovation. Commit to curiosity. Celebrate connections. Do I have that right? Cultivate. Cultivate. Excuse me. I can't can't read my own writing here. Cultivate connections and choose optimism, that pragmatic optimism. So good stuff. And appreciate you jumping in and and sharing again with us like you have. Uh, It just, like Steve says, it's it's good stuff. Really, really practical. And and the tough thing is just putting it into action, right? Getting that initial inertia out of the way and just stepping Mm -hmm. into it. Because uh, yes. that itself is a mindset shift that we have to do. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, and like Steve, I, I guess I could let you back anytime if you want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Again, it's, it's, it's always a pleasure um, to, 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 you know, to, to chat with you both. Um, I truly enjoy the time and, and 
I just hope that, you know, your listeners out there will, will, will try something different. People know when they're just in a routine, yeah. um, just step out, just do something small. It doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. Just do something small outside of your routine and, and just do that every now and then until you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, and trust me, it'll be helpful in your life. Yeah. Stretch those boundaries. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. For our listeners, you know the routine here. We certainly welcome you to provide any insights or thoughts that you have. If you've got questions or whatnot, uh, we can certainly, uh, we'll put Calvin's information in the show notes. But if you want to reach out to Steve and myself as well, it's furloughedmailbox at gmail.com. Drop us a note. Let us know what you thought about the program. Be sure and like and share so other people can find us as well. And as always, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Upward Unlimited. That's Upwards, W-O-R-D-S, Unlimited. And they can help you, a little different than Calvin, but they can still help you with their own four C's that they have (laughs) with uh, conversations, connection, community, and collaboration. Help you and your teams move from just having a culture into a community. And with that, we'll say goodbye until next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.